Oh, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for March 26th, 2021. It's a Friday morning. I love closing out the week strong, heading into the weekend strong, and I'm really excited about this message. I've been teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. As a born-again, blood-bought believer, you have to pursue your progress, your got your 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 purpose and pursue it like intentionally, right? So God has called you for such a time as this. God made plans for you before the world began. And now God is speaking to you about this season. In 2021, I believe that God has said new levels, that, that we can level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives, that there is grace made available for us to level up. But if we want to level up, we have to pursue this progress on purpose. It's not going to just happen by happenstance. You don't just sit back and wait. Oh, well, God said new levels. I guess new levels are coming to me. Yeah, new levels are coming to me, but also I'm going to walk in those new levels. I'm going to be intentional about it. I'm going to pursue progress. I'm going to do it on purpose. If you want everything that God wants for you in this season, you have to pray about it, be led of the Holy Spirit, and then go get it. So that said, I've been teaching this series on progress on purpose, uh, and I told you that we will level up in five areas. Before I go into the whole five areas and everything that, you know, laying the foundation for today's message, uh, I want to share with you that this is the last message that you're going to get with me for a week, from me for a week. So um, I'm uh, next week is spring break for, for our children, so we're going to be on vacation. Uh, I won't be back until April 5th. So April 5th uh, w- will be the next message after today. Please pray for me. I pray for you. Uh, I will appreciate you, but I'm looking forward to this break. Uh, we all need breaks. I, I've taught you about that. And especially with all this COVID stuff for a while, you know, obviously we can even leave the house. So looking forward to that. Uh, I'm uh, definitely excited about it. Just uh, I'll keep you in prayer. Please do the same with me. If you want messages while I'm gone, I have thousands of messages online for free. So go to the blog, todaysword.org, or go to YouTube. So it's youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. And uh, literally, you know, over 2,000 messages online. So check those out. All right. So I've been laying this foundation about um, as far as uh, um, progress on purpose, like leveling up. I said that we will level up spiritually, financially, physically, internally and externally. So five areas. And so I've been I've been teaching this series since the beginning of the year. There's a lot to cover there. And I hope that you've really been taking self inventory like, okay. Am I leveling up spiritually? Am I? Are we increasing, uh, you know, financially? Our financial giving. Are we in a better situation there physically? Are we taking care of our physical body internally? Like, are we getting sleep and rest? Do I have peace? Right? I'm not pulling my hair out. And now externally, as it relates to relationships, like you got to learn how to relate to other people, and that's what I'm teaching on right now. So in this area of externally. I said that I would cover the three people that you need in your life. I'm still dealing with that. You need somebody to look up to. That's a Paul. Somebody on your level. That's a Barnabas. Somebody that's looking up to you. That's a Timothy. You need to discern when to let some people go. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. Uh, the importance of choosing the right friends. We'll cover that. And then surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith. So the title of today's message is your history versus your destiny. I'm going to talk about your history versus 
your destiny and how it relates to others and how it relates to you. Oh man, this is going to be good. Uh, so let's talk about it because we're going to talk about Jesus, your history versus your destiny. Let me set the stage. So today, 2021, people hear Jesus of Nazareth and I'm not sure if people really get it. Like, I mean, like people may hear Jesus of Nazareth and maybe they think that that's a good thing, right? Because like them, there's like churches, the church of the Nazarene, like, you know, oh, okay, cool. Like, you don't, no, 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 that was not a compliment. Back then when they, the people that called Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, that was, that was a put down that, that was Nazareth was not a nice place. So they, it was not a compliment. They, they were actually, it was derogatory the way that they were saying it. So Nazareth was not a great city. It wasn't even a good city. Histori historians liken Nazareth to a ghetto. And I, I appreciate this because I'm from the ghetto. I, I grew up in the ghetto. I grew, I'm from East New York, Brooklyn. And when I grew up in, where I grew up in Brooklyn, when I grew up there, oh my God. And so I can understand. I can relate. I can connect. So it's, it's so bad. Like Nazareth was so bad and God chose to bring the Messiah from there for a lot of reasons. And there's levels to this. But in John chapter one, when Jesus was building his team, Nazareth was so bad that some of the people that were supposed to be on Jesus team almost missed out on joining the team just because of where he was from. In John chapter one, verses 43 to 46, the Bible says the next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He met Philip and he said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the same as Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, hey, we found the man that Moses wrote about in the law. The prophets wrote about him too. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph. He is from Nazareth. Nathanael said to Philip, hold on, you say this dude is the Messiah and you say he's from Nazareth? Can any good thing come from Nazareth? Philip was like, well, then come and see. But here's the point. Nathaniel was like, no, 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 hold on. You saying that the guy that the prophets wrote about is from Nazareth? Like out of all the places that God could have chose, God chose Nazareth. And I love that because we serve a God who is in the business of making champions out of nobodies. We serve a God who's in the business of making holy garments out of flawed material. So yes, yeah, there's this juxtaposition of your history and your destiny. And God chose to bring Jesus from Nazareth and Nazareth was not a good place. So what does this mean to you today? I'm going to connect it to like, how do you relate to people and all of that? I only have two things to share with you in this morning, but these two things are going to be powerful. You ready? Now that I get into these two things, I want you to rid your mind, rid your heart of all distractions. Two things. Number one, here we go. So first thing, look at me, pay attention to what Jesus, uh, to what people call you. You should pay attention to how people address you, what people call you. Remember in, in Matthew chapter 16, this is not part of my notes, but I'm gonna just slide this in. In Matthew chapter 16, the Bible says that Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that, that I, the son of man am, right? You're like, what do people call me? And, and they said, well, some say, and there's always gonna be some some says, there's always gonna be some people that call you stuff. He said, well, some say that thou art Elijah, Jeremiah, John the Baptist, one of the prophets. Jesus is like, well, who do you say that I am? Like, I wanna know, if you guys are with me, I wanna know that you can discern who I really am. And then Simon, the son of Jonah was like, oh, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. But here's my point there. My point is that there's always gonna be some some says. You have to pay attention to what people call you. That there, there are people, not everybody who is with you is for you. 
I'm talking about relationships now. And you got to be able to discern like who is with you and who's for you and pay attention to what people call you. Those who rejected Jesus, they were influenced by Satan. They referred to Jesus as Jesus of Nazareth, right? They were calling him Jesus from the ghetto. That dude is from the ghetto. That's basically what they were saying. Now, conversely, those who believed in Jesus as the Messiah, they call Jesus, Jesus, the son of David. So those who call him Jesus of Nazareth were putting him down. Those that call Jesus, Jesus, the son of David, they were basically saying, oh, no, 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 no. This is the one that was prophesied. He's the son of David. He's the one that's coming from the bloodline of David. This is the Messiah. So as a result, those who connected Jesus to his past, Jesus of Nazareth, they never received from Jesus. Those who connected Jesus to his purpose, Jesus, the son of David, they were able to receive from Jesus. I'm going to give you examples in scripture. In Mark chapter one, verses 21 through 24, the Bible says, Jesus and his followers went to Capernaum. On the Sabbath day, Jesus went into the synagogue. He taught the people. They were amazed by his teaching. He did not teach like those religious people. No, he taught like someone who had authority. While Jesus was in the synagogue, a man was there who was possessed by a demon, an evil spirit. So the man shouted, the evil spirit shouted, Jesus of Nazareth, what do you want to do with us? Did you come to destroy us? We know who you are. You are God's holy one. Did you see how, how demons call Jesus Jesus of Nazareth? Why? Because the devil was trying to connect Jesus with his past and not his calling, not his assignment. In Mark chapter, uh, Matthew 1 and 1, Matthew opens up this book. Matthew is a Jew. He's writing to Jews. And so he opens up his gospel with like, this person begot this person, this person begot this person, this person begot this person, blah, 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 all the way down to Jesus. He's making the connection between David and Jesus. And so he's trying to say Jesus is the Messiah. So he opens up Matthew 1 and 1, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So Matthew right up front is saying, let me make a direct connection between David and Jesus. So this is the Messiah. He wants everybody to know right up front that Jesus is the son of David and he is the Messiah. I'm connecting Jesus to deity, right? I'm connecting Jesus to his purpose. It doesn't matter where, where he was born. I'm connecting Jesus to his purpose. Mark chapter 10, verses 46 and 47. The Bible says, then they came to the town of Jericho. When Jesus left there with his followers, a large crowd came and was following him. Now, a blind man named Bartimaeus, meaning the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the road. This man was begging for money. When he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was walking by, he began to shout, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now watch this. I love this. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, right? He's blind. So he had to rely heavily on what other people were saying. He had to like rely on what he was hearing. So he heard, hey, there's a miracle worker coming. Oh my God, this man is coming. He's lifted up. He, he's raising his expectation. Maybe this is my, my breakthrough. Here, here's my, this is my season. This is my time. This is my turn. I'm about, I, I'm going to see. I can see myself seeing, right? So he's building up his faith to receive his healing. There's a miracle worker coming. There's a miracle worker coming. And when he heard that the miracle worker was getting close, the crowd said, hey, the Bible says that he heard Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. What did the crowd call him? 
Jesus of Nazareth. The crowd was connecting him to his history, not to his destiny. The crowd called him Jesus of Nazareth. That's what he heard. But that's not what he said. What did he say? The Bible says that he heard Jesus of Nazareth. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Did you catch it? So he's like, no, no, no. I'm not going to connect him to his past. I'm going to connect him to his purpose. I'm not going to connect, not going to connect him to his history. I'm going to connect him to his destiny. Why? Because I'm trying to receive something from the anointing on this man of God. He heard Jesus of Nazareth. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. My God, this is good. Matthew chapter 15 verses 22 through 28. A Canaanite woman came from the area uh, and she began shouting, Lord, son of David, please have mercy on me. My daughter has a demon inside of her and she is suffering very much. But Jesus did not answer her. She was a Syrophoenician woman. So the followers came to him and said, listen, let this woman go away. She keeps crying and she will not leave us alone. Jesus said, listen, it's not the right time. God sent me only to the lost people of Israel. But then the woman came over and said, listen, Lord, please help me. You're the son of David. You got to help me. He answered and he said, it's not right. I'm, I came here for the Jews, not for the Gentiles. And it's not right that I take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. This woman could have got offended, but she didn't. She was there for her. She was there for her breakthrough. She was focusing on the anointing. And she said, yes, Lord. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. She's like, my God, this woman is good. So he's like, OK, listen, woman, you have great faith. You're going to get what you asked for. Go, your daughter's healed and she's delivered. Now, she was a Syrophoenician woman. Jesus came to Jews. He, Jesus's ministry was for the Jews. Jesus's ministry was not for the Gentiles. The ministry for the Gentiles was not supposed to start till later. It was not supposed to start to after the death, burial and resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ. So it was just not the right time. And this woman, watch this, this woman like jump the line. She was like, I don't, yeah, I know it's not my time. It's not my turn, but I'm going to get in there. I'm getting mine. You know why? Because I honor the man of God. Lord, you are the son of David. I believe that you're the Messiah. Matter of fact, there's Jews around here. You say you came for the Jews. They don't even acknowledge you. They're calling you Jesus of Nazareth. I'm calling you Jesus, the son of David. I'm here. I need my breakthrough. He was like, fine, you honor me. Go. Your daughter is already healed. He he released it. Why? Because she tapped into him and the anointing on his life because she honored him. I hope that you're getting the importance of honor here. Now you're like, okay, well, Rick, what does that have to do with relationships? Now let's deal with number two as we close out the week. So I had two things to share with you. Now let's, let's shift. All right. So number two, we are all currently in the space between our history and our destiny. So that applies to how we relate to others and how people relate to us and how we see ourselves. Let's talk about it. Some quick thoughts on this as we close. So the devil will always be fixated on your past and on your flaws. That's what he does. He's always going to be bringing up your past. He's always going to be bringing up your flaws. And God is not fixated on either, right? So God doesn't care about your past. Don't judge your future by your past. God is like, cool, I called you to your destiny. I know, I know your past and I called you anyway. And I know your flaws and I called you anyway. So God is not hung up on your faults and your flaws and your failures because God uses you by grace. God uses you because God is good, not because you're good. Some people are so caught up in your history that they can't see your destiny. And that, that's dangerous when you're surrounding yourself with people. You need to surround yourself with people that believe in you, that can see it, right? Because if somebody can't see it, then they're not going to walk with you in faith. These people don't honor you. 
If they can't see where you're going, they are not going to be able to honor you. Their lack of honor is going to is going to impact the relationship. Now, if you're looking for honor in somebody that doesn't honor you, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be sitting around waiting for somebody to honor you when you shouldn't. At the end of the day, just keep stepping. If they don't honor you, okay, well, you, I guess you don't know who I am. I guess your, your, your uh, uh, perception of me hasn't caught up with my reality because I know who I am and I know who God has called me to be. And I, I know what God has released in, in me and shown me and I believe what God believes about me. So don't get frustrated if people cannot see who you really are. At the end of the day, some people are going to see it. Some people are not. Jesus was standing right in front of the people that he was called to and they rejected him. Jesus came into his own, the Bible says, and his own received him not. And so, yeah, they're going to be people in your own family that can't see it. They're going to be people in your own family that are so caught up with who you used to be that they can't see who you are right now and where you're going. And so you can't be moved by that. At the end of the day, you love them, you appreciate them, but I'm going to keep on stepping. I, I know who I am and I'm going to surround myself with people that can see it too. Some people will never accept where you are going because of simply where you're from. And so I'm from Brooklyn. I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. Listen, there's some people that are going to judge you by your skin color. They're going to judge you by your socioeconomic status. They're going to judge you by where you grew up, where you went to school. What school did you go to? What school? Oh, whatever. And they're going to judge you by a bunch of things. At the end of the day, don't allow their opinion of you to sway you. Like they're going to have their own opinion. Okay, cool. That's your opinion. Everybody has one, <laughs> whatever. Like, you know, I, I, I'm going to believe what God believes about me. There's going to be people that God sends to me that can honor me. There's going to be the crowd that was like Jesus of Nazareth, but there was a few that called them Jesus, the son of David. So listen, at the end of the day, there will be some people who acknowledge me, who can honor me, who can appreciate me. I'll connect with those people. The people who can't, even if they're my family members. The people who can't, even if they're close to me, <laughs> the people who can't, I will love them from afar. I'm going to keep on going because I, I'm, I'm here. I only get one life. And so I got to be focused on this thing. Some people may never accept who you are called to be and who you are today. And at the end of the day, whether they accept it or not, you have to accept it. You have to be able to look in the mirror and say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. You accept it. You embrace it. You walk in the grace to continually become it. You are not there yet. Like you are continually evolving and becoming the man, the woman that God called you to be. There were just a few people, watch this, only a few people acknowledged Jesus's deity. The majority of the people rejected him. And that's how it might be with you. And you got to be okay with that. At the end of the day, not everybody's going to honor you. Everybody's not going to honor you. Everybody's not going to appreciate you. They will smile at you in your face and talk about you as soon as you turn around. Uh, but at the end of the day, look at me. Let me just be clear about this. You only need a few people in your camp, right? Jesus, he was like, man, he had the 5,000. Yeah, that was, that was good. He, he did interface with the 5,000. But for the most part, he rolled with 12. When things got really ugly, he only rolled with three. You know, and so you don't need a whole lot of people in your camp. Just to be clear about this, you need people around you of like precious faith. I'm a teacher and all this stuff. You need people that believe in you. You need people that can honor you. You need people that won't get caught up in your history, that they will be focused with you on your destiny. And so, so you can encourage them and they can encourage you. Do not be discouraged by the rejection of the crowd because not everybody's going to honor you. Not everybody's going to respect you. Listen, uh, even, even I can tell you, I am blessed, highly favored, got it going on, all of that. But not everybody's a Rick Pena fan. I know that people, matter of fact, let me just say this about that. 
if not if nobody's talking about you, then you're probably not doing anything of significance. If you do anything of significance in this world, then people are going to have your name in their mouth and you just can't be moved by that. At the end of the day, look, their poison cannot stop your purpose. So you just keep stepping. Don't judge your future by your past because God is not. Judge your future by your destiny. Just be focused on where you're going, what God has called you to do. This is how you're going to level up in 2021. <laughs> oh man, this is good. I'm going to watch this again myself. All right, so let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me the importance of honor. I learned to honor and embrace those that you sent to me to bless me. I also learned to honor and respect the anointing that's on my own life. I am who you say I am. I can do what you say I can do. I will become the man you call me to be. I refuse to judge my future by my past. You are in the business of making holy garments out of flawed material. You can use anyone. You will use me. I believe what you believe about me. And I surround myself with people who can see my destiny and not get tripped up with my history. Living this way, I level up in 2021 and I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you want my notes, you want these notes, go to todaysword.org, put in, uh, hit the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, this is a message you might need to listen to again. Get this down in your heart. Not everyone who's with you is for you. Not everybody's going to support you. Everybody's not going to believe in you. You don't need a whole lot of people. <laughs> you just need a few people in your camp and you'll be fine. God will send the right people to you. You guys will connect. You will build each other up. You will not let each other down. You will be there one for another and you will level up in 2021. Do me a favor. Please leave me some comments in the chat. If this message has been a blessing to you, say something in the chat. I go back and read everything. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. And if you're doing spring break like me next week, have an amazing week. I'll see you on April 5th. God bless you.